Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. And welcome to season three, episode two of the Travel Tidbits podcast. This is Taylor, one of the travel agents here with Pineapple Escapes. And today I'm here to give a trip report on my most recent cruise to the Bahamas. Back in March, I went on a cruise through Carnival. I cruised the Carnival Liberty and got and went on a four-night cruise to the Bahamas. We spent a day in Nassau, or Nassau, and also a day at Princess Cave. Um, and then we spent a day at sea. And for this one, um, this was actually my first time cruising out of Port Canaveral. I've done two other cruises before this, both with Carnival. So I'm pretty familiar with how Carnival Cruise Line works. But this is my first time going out of Port Canaveral. So a couple things that I just want to note. The first biggest thing was that Port Canaveral doesn't have very good service. Not that this was that big of a deal. We ended up using GPS and taking an Uber there. So that was fine getting there. It was leaving and, and hailing an Uber when we when we got back. So it took us a while to request an Uber. We had to walk around a little bit through the terminal. But otherwise, I really liked the location of, of this one. We actually stayed in Orlando for a couple nights before we went there and it was only about a 45 minute drive. Now, the day that we did our embarkation, in the past, typically what has happened is, you know, we've we've been given a general time frame as to when we can check in, but they have to go through basically checking all your bags. You have to go through um, providing your documents, passport documentation and your ticket. And then you also have to go and get everything approved to get on the ship. When I've cruised in the past, which the last time I cruised was back in 2018, so pre-COVID, this would take sometimes two hours for this whole process, standing in line, waiting. This time, because of COVID, they were spacing everybody out. You could get on the ship as early as 9 a.m. and as late as 2.30 with us leaving port at 3.30. We decided to get there around 11. We, we checked in and selected our time frame for 11. And when we arrived, they instantly took our bags from the taxi. And then we went upstairs. They had us download this app. It was called Verify. And all of our vaccination information was on there. It also had, um, we had to go take a COVID test before. So everything was verified through that app. It took them about two minutes to go through everything, check our passports, and we were all cleared to go onto the ship. So in total, the whole process probably took about 10 minutes, which was amazing. So really great start. Unfortunately, our rooms were not going to be ready until 1 p.m. So we did have a little bit of time to go up to the Lido deck. They were having... um, some music playing up there, some drinks. We went up there and just kind of chilled until our room was ready. We stayed in a um, balcony room. I've never not stayed in a balcony room. The interior ones just seem way too small for me. And I feel like I would get claustrophobic not having a window. But if you're looking for something a little bit more budget friendly, the interior rooms 
specifically on Carnival, are typically under $200 a person. I prefer the balcony. It gives you a little bit extra stretching room. And you have a nice balcony that you can look out to. So we finally were able to check in. Everything was about the same. The first night we went to dinner at uh, the sit-down restaurants there. This one was a little bit different. They actually had two dining rooms. It was a little bit bigger of a ship than I was used to, to being on. So we were over in the Silver Olympian. Same menu at both, but it was more of just where you sat there. I really liked how you were given your, your table number on your, on your folio card. And then the first night they, sh- they showed you where your table was. And then after that, you were more welcome to just walk in and, and have a seat at your table when you arrived. So first night, we didn't really do much. I mean, we, we kind of walked around, explored the ship. The next morning at 8 a.m., we arrived in Nassau. This is kind of a more uh, impoverished city. It wasn't necessarily what I was expecting for the Bahamas. And we docked and had to walk quite a ways. So you dock and then you walk probably about 15 minutes to actually get into the city. Um, You are required to bring both a passport photo ID and also your folio card to get back in because they do have to check that before you get back onto the ship, regardless of who you cruise with. But we walked through the cities. There was a lot of people who were trying to sell things. We didn't really buy anything off of the streets. I went in and bought some sunglasses from somewhere, but I wouldn't recommend buying anything off the streets. It's super expensive. They only take cash and it just didn't feel as safe. We actually went over to Margaritaville and we went to the beach there. There was like a little private beach specifically with Margaritaville that we couldn't use unless we paid. But right next to it was more of an open beach. They had some restaurants and bars situated there. The water was really nice. Technically, when I went, the locals told us that we went during their winter season. So it was a lot colder for us. It was about 80 degrees outside every day. So it was really nice, but it was very windy. I did notice that both on the ship when we were cruising, the water was very choppy and caused a lot of movement. And then also when we were in the water doing our actual excursions, we went scuba diving or not scuba diving. We went snorkeling in Nassau and the water was just super choppy. So it was a little bit harder. It wasn't as crystal clear. We, we couldn't really see a lot when we did that. But that was the excursion that, that we got to do. We went snorkeling. Uh, it was about three hours long. They took us to two different dive sites, two reef sites, which was really nice. I didn't do a lot in the water just because it was super choppy. So it was really difficult for me to swim against the current, but I did get to see the reefs. So so those were pretty fun. That night, we also did um, Elegant Night. That's one of my favorite nights. You dress up, you can take a bunch of photos all around. So that was a lot of fun. And then we also went and played uh, bingo at the front of the ship at the theater. And then the, the second day that we were at sea, we actually went to Princess K's. This is just a cruising destination. So there's there are locals that set up there, like they set up like their own shops, but they only have cruise ships going to this beach. So we actually were docked out farther and then they did the this one wasn't boat tendering, but very similar. Like we did the tender boats to come to the to the island. With this one, I do recommend bringing cash because all of the stuff there was cash only. 
And I unfortunately didn't think to do that. So we couldn't get any of the, the fun little um, like stuff at the store because they only accepted cash the vendors. They did provide us lunch that day. And so the, the cruise team actually got off of the boat, the culinary team set up a food station for us, a buffet. So we were able to eat that way. Unfortunately, it was super windy that day. So they actually canceled all of the excursions and water activities. We were set to do stand-up paddle boards and kayaks, and both of those were canceled. And then we noticed later on throughout the day that they were also canceling all of the the water events out on the beach. So that was pretty sad that, that we weren't able to do that, but it was just a nice relaxing day on the beach. We spent all day out there and then we got back on the little boat that took us back to the ship. We went to a couple comedy clubs, which were really fun. And all of this stuff is free on the ship. And then we went to the, the love and marriage show, which was really fun. I think that they do that on all the carnival cruises. They do something similar on, on other cruises, but this one was really fun. It's 18 and over to, to go to this one, but it was really fun. The third day was just a fun day at sea. I typically don't like the fun days at seas just because there's not a lot that you can do on the ship. We actually ended up going to the spa and getting a massage. This one, the water was super choppy, so I could feel it during my massage. I got a little nauseous, so I did not have the best time. And it was just way overpriced. I feel like I can go to a nicer spa locally and get the same thing done in a nicer environment. So I did not personally like the spa. I would not recommend it to somebody unless you've done those before and you understand like the pricing and the ship that you're getting spa services on. We spent a lot of time at the adult-only side on the Lido deck. It's called Serenity. They have one on all the carnival cruises, but it varies based off of how large it is and what all is included. This one only had some Whirlpool spas and then a lot of those nice big cabanas. We secured a cabana, which was really nice on that all cruising day, day at sea. And then we, we spent a lot of time in the Whirlpool spa. So overall, a really, really fun trip. I hope to go back again sometime soon and maybe when they... It's not their winter season. I can actually take full advantage of the excursions. They don't get canceled. But that was my my trip report. So if you are looking to cruise and have questions, tons of Pineapple Escapes agents have cruised. We've all cruised a variety of different cruise lines, including Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, and also, of course, Disney Cruise Lines. So please reach out to us at info at pineappleescapes.com. And we can get you in contact with somebody who has cruising experience and get your cruise booked. Thanks again, guys. And thanks for listening in to the Travel Tidbits podcast. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.